Welcome to the PRing Your Life podcast, episode number 23. This podcast is designed to help age 40 and over athletes live their best life. On this episode, we're going to talk about SMART goals and how to set yourself up for a great new year. As always, we've got a lot to share today, so let's go. Hi, I'm Dr. Libby. And I'm Coach Alex. Welcome to PRing Life podcast, where it's all about thriving, not just surviving as an over 40 athlete. I've been a family practitioner for almost 20 years, and I have been dissatisfied with what medicine has to offer athletes. Now, as a functional medicine doctor, I've teamed up with Alex, a functional health coach, to talk about how to get to the root cause of symptoms. And together, we'll teach you how to make 40 and beyond the best years of your life. Morning, Alex. How are you? I am good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> really is that like that's just always the nice thing to say is good right it, it, is do you really mean it <laughs> you know what I do it's it's funny as as we're kind of going through this holiday season season and just kind of talking about it I feel like I've been very introspective and mm-hmm. reflective of just looking at what the holidays and just everything kind of looks like mm-hmm. and kind of starting to appreciate the small things mm-hmm. that I still get to do yeah. So I guess that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, I, that's a great place to be. I mean, you know, a lot of the things that we always do, you know, we just can't do. And yeah. but appreciating what you can do and the time with the people that you are the closest to you. And, yeah. you know, it's just um, that's what we were talking about a little bit right before the podcast was yeah. you know, like what Thanksgiving was like and what Christmas will be like. It's going to be different this year for sure. But um, if I'm with the people that I care about, the yeah. absolute most, you know, sometimes in a big f- gathering, you don't have, you're just pulled a little bit too thin. You don't right. have enough time to really mm-hmm. spend too much of in-depth time with any one person. And this year's going to be a little bit more about, yeah, about the smaller, closer, small. intimate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. There's a thing, um, and I don't know if you, there's a local guy, Joe Jung, and I'm going to throw his name out. He is this amazing um, fellow who just... If I could say that I was ever going to want to role model myself after someone as I get older, Joe is the dude. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this guy is, I don't know if Joe's 80 yet, pretty close to it, if not, but active every single day, Mm -hmm. is always either out cycling, um, cross-country skiing when the weather happens, doing kettlebell workouts, you know, riding his bike trainer, all kinds of stuff. But he also does, which um, I think I just... This year, it has meant a lot to me. He picks a spot out at the reservoir, mm-hmm. kind of on the backside um, behind the visitor center, and he'll pick a little spot, and he'll put a tree there, and he'll let everybody know that the tree is there and to put Christmas ornaments on it. And so I was out walking a pup's back, and I saw the tree, and the ornaments were on it, and I just got choked up. Mm-hmm. And you know, and he's done this for four or five, maybe longer than I'm aware of, and, and I've done it. And I kind of took it for granted, you know. Oh, we'll be like, oh yeah, we need to go to the tree and never get there right. or different things. But just seeing that that normalcy, that tradition, mm-hmm. and it really hit me like, you know, this is something everybody can do right now Mm -hmm. you know kind of picking these new things but I really want to kind of try to like especially like a lot of our clients I wanted to let them know where this tree is and go out and Mm -hmm. something they can do outside active but just having those normal little things that I took for granted before yeah it's there's it's so easy to focus on what you can't do yeah you know and but instead turning it around and focusing on what 
can you do? Yeah. And noticing those little things that, yeah. you know, sometimes life's so busy, especially around the holidays, mm-hmm. that it feels like I'm kind of almost in a fog. It's just like right. going through the motions of all these things that need to be done. And I think this has forced us to slow down a yeah. little bit and allow us to recognize and appreciate some of the yeah. smaller little things that are the more important things anyways. You know, and like you said, I'm actually kind of looking forward to that. Now, it's it's almost like you have to like flip that switch in your head mm-hmm. and be like, oh, we can't do this, but we can do this. So I'm kind of excited. I'm like setting up like one-on-ones with all my family mm-hmm. for the holidays of just having small meals with each one of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, like you said, you have these big gatherings and you really never get to engage with anybody because there's so many people. So I'm kind of excited about doing something different and being more personal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's all about the mindset sometimes. Yes, it you is. You know, it really, yes, really it is. is. And so... Um, Speaking of mindset. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk about goals today, yes. right? And yeah. um, there's something called a SMART goal. And um, do you want to talk about what, what a SMART goal is? Yeah, so SMART goal it actually stands for um, Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Sensitive Goals. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, as you're looking at a goal, you can take each one of those five things mm-hmm. and kind of narrow it down on, you know, how to break down that goal. Cause I think so many times, and actually I kind of lead that into a question. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be like, you know, I've got this goal to do A, B, C, and D mm-hmm. and A, B, and C, and D never happens mm-hmm. or it starts mm-hmm. and you never finish it. Yes. So this is a great way to really sit down and look at that. So that was kind of a, kind of our opener question yeah. I was going to have for you. Well, I guess I'll kind of go back. Did you have any goals for 2020 that you did or did not meet? Hmm. Gosh, I'd have to go back and look at my journal and see what yeah. I had written all down because I do usually at the beginning of the year write, write some things down, down. But you're right. Like sometimes it's, you know, when I'm thinking about it right now, I'm like, what exactly did I, met, you yeah. know, put down as those things to be doing? Because it's, it's so exciting. Here's the thing about goals too is it's like you write down um, – you, you think about it, you get so excited. It's like, oh, yes, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And then the you know, excitement you, wears yeah, off. Yeah, you miss a time or two, and the excitement kind of wears off, and it just fizzles, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that happens to all of us. Now, right. you know, big things um, that I've accomplished in my life, like I'm pretty committed, and, um, you know, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. you have to be like an Iron Man or, exactly. You know, a big thing like that, or even marathons, you know, it's like, okay, you've got the plan and you, you follow through with it. Um, but, you know, but this year has been just so busy for me with um, my big focus has been my business and getting yeah. my business up and running. So that has been the majority of my focus and mm-hmm. just little different goals yeah. along the way that have been mostly focused on that. Anyone that knows me well knows that I have like, <laughs> I'm like, um, I get my mind fixated on something and I'm all in with it. And it's been that way with athletics in the past. But this past year, it really has been kind of the business and trying to get the business up and going and tweaking that and perfecting that and making that exactly what I want that to be. So that's been my biggest goal for 2020, I would say. So what what do you have on what's going for next year? Yeah. So for next year, um, and this isn't really for the full year, but this is the first part of the year for sure, is I have decided I want to lose 10 pounds. Okay. 
And so I'm working on that. But I'm working on it in a way of like, I've lost and gained the same 10 pounds like so many times. Oh, right. Exactly. Literally, it's like I I fluctuate in this 10 pound window and it's like I restrict and I lose it and then I quit restricting and I gain it. And and then I don't really let it go above a certain number. But then I restrict again. And I'm trying to create a way of eating for myself that is sustainable for the long term. Exactly. So not fast, right? But forever. And, and it, so I'm I'm really kind of working on that right now for and in, in, in a very healthy right. way, like eating good healthy food and then men, minding managing the mindset around that too mm-hmm. of not like you know, good food and bad food and you ate this. So punish yourself by this, you know, like I'm trying to get all of that out of my vocabulary. Vocabulary. (laughs) And that's so true because a lot of that is very disordered. Mm -hmm. It is. And so framing around that and just, you know, and, you know, and those are great habits of just doing the positivity of instead of like, and, and I've kind of gotten away from that. I don't even like the clean food, dirty food, mm-hmm. good food, bad food. Right. It's about what's a better choice. Right. 100%. Yeah. And, and in taking away that guilt and that punishment, and, oh my gosh, I did this, so I've got to fast for 24 hours, mm-hmm. or I need to go exercise five days in a row for right. five hours each, and kind of getting away from that and just being like, okay. Yeah. You know. And the other piece with that that I'm playing with a little bit is um, – I'm trying to create like a protocol for myself that still allows for some listening to my body in Mm -hmm. that too. You know, so I tend to be very much like, you know, I can hunker down and follow anything for a set period of time. You know, like, I mean, truly anything, but um, it's not always super sustainable. Yeah. So trying to figure out kind of how can I be intentional and be deliberate with what I yeah. want that to look like, but also leave some room for um, listening to my body and my mm-hmm. hunger cues and yeah. all of that, you know, because I do like to do a lot of fasting, but then sometimes I, I don't want to just not white knuckle through if I'm, my, my body is really telling me like, oh yeah. my goodness, I'm hungry. Or and situations I want yeah. and just different. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I've got some ideas of how that's looking and I started kind of working on this, um, well, about a week ago, I started right after Thanksgiving, and I kind of had to prepare myself mentally um, for that, um, you know, in the weeks leading up to that, and kind of thought about what I want that to look like, and um, just going to work on, yeah. you know, just trying to get a really, really healthy um, mindset around a sustainable way mm-hmm. of managing my diet. What about yeah. you? You know, it's funny. I, I didn't really think about... I guess the 2020 until we're sitting there and talking about it. Um, I think my main focus has kind of been, which is crazy for the first time ever, not having any athletic goals at all Mm -hmm. this year. That's been like the hugest one that I've ever had. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's been more focused, I think, too, kind of like you said, the business, um, school, I've Mm -hmm kind of had a lot going on and I'm finally finishing my very last final exam. Thank goodness it'll be done in two weeks. Oh and my gosh. Check, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but then I started another um, nutrition class, which I'm absolutely loving. So, and it goes on until next October. So those are kind of the, the big goals, but um, I think for next year, it's the same thing, kind of. I would like maybe the second part of the year, kind of find something athletically mm-hmm. to look at, mm-hmm. but I don't want to overwhelm myself with that right now. It's still kind of focusing on 
getting some of this other, you know, work professional stuff going. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I kind of go back and forth with the athletic goals too, because I don't really have any right now. Yeah. And I do like having them. Yes. Um, but some of them seem a little bit too overwhelming with all the other things I've got yeah. on my plate. And, you know, I'm in this stage of my life right now where my kids are super busy and yeah. it's super hard for me to plan because with COVID things keep changing yes, week they do. after week after week. I mean, um, my girls both swim and Josie is doing high school swim right now. But then, you know, we go on two week shutdown for school and then the high school swim gets canceled, but they still do swim through the Y. So like every week, I just don't know what my life is going to look right. like. And so trying to be flexible, which is not very easy for me. Um, But, you know, I keep kind of thinking about like a half marathon again. You know, I did I did so many marathons for so long that I just don't feel like I want to do anything that long or commit that much time. Right. But I keep. Every time I go running, I'm like, oh, I really like this and I want to do more of this. And um, I do love a plan. You know, yes. I do love the. Which fits into actually to a smart goal. It really does. Yeah. yeah. As you were saying that, like with the Ironman, I mm-hmm. was like, everything about a smart goal is exactly like Ironman training. It really is. You know, like when we would look at it and. And, you know, people would be so overwhelmed. I'm like, you can't look at the end. You right. cannot look at the end training. You have to look at now. And I always laugh at the beginning, like the Ironman training had Monday rest. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> it's like, check, got that. Check. You know, but it seems so simple, which is actually kind of what we're going to get into talking at goals of, you know, go ride your bike for 30 minutes and walk for 15. And you're mm-hmm. like, Wow. Mm-hmm. Do I really even have to put my clothes on to go do that? Because it's so basic. Right. It's basic. But that's what's wonderful about the SMART goals when you look at it. You want those little things to be so simple that you can't screw it up. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And and that's what I think a lot of us do is, and I know this is me, and I, and I was kind of thinking about this, how I used to do this. And I think a lot of us do this. You know, okay, I'm going to run a marathon every single month for 2021. Then I'm going to study two hours every single day on, you know, something I really want. Then I'm going to make sure that I never eat, you know, sugar. And, you know, we put all these big things on it and Mm -hmm. we last like seven days Mm -hmm. of doing something and then nothing happens. Mm -hmm. None of that. We don't meet anything. Right. And so, you know, that's really kind of what we'll talk about is finding that Find one thing and do it well. Yeah. Yeah. And make it reasonable. And I do like looking at it and just, I like to look at my life in week long Mm -hmm. chunks. Like I was, you know, we were all um, eating supper last night and I was kind of pinning everyone down about what our week was going to look like. And I asked Josie, like, now, when are you going to swim practice this week? And how's that working? And, and, um, and then Andy said something about something different. I'm like, no, no, no. I said, we are nailing this down right now. I need to know what that's looking like. And then what's what what do we have for Ainsley? Like I just, but I don't really look too far beyond that. Because in my mind, I can kind of, okay, let's Mm -hmm. just look at this one week. And that's how how I think a lot of these endurance plans you have to look at instead of looking at week 20 or yeah. more and thinking, oh, that sounds so terrible. Let's just look at what's right in front of us. Yeah, and right now, the mistake I've made in those plans sometimes before is if you miss something, you try to make it up. Yeah. Yeah. Which I've now learned, you know what? Okay. It's, it's okay. all right. Move on. You yeah. know, we're doing this um, best life challenge right now, drinking water, a glass yeah. of water before you drink your coffee or whatever else in the morning, which has been super hard for me. <laughs> I am such a like, hit yeah. the coffee the second my feet hit the floor. But, um, 
Ainsley is doing it. Okay. And she printed out the little calendar and she's checkmarking it. And she forgot to do it yesterday, I think it was. And um, I was like, okay, no worries. I mean, you don't have to do it every day. Yeah. You just, today you try to do it again. Yeah. You know, I mean, no big deal. But I've had that all or none mentality in the past where it's like, either oh. we'll forget it. I can't do this at all. Exactly. Sh- scrap the whole thing. Or now I must drink two glasses of water today right, to make, to make Exactly. It. You know, and I'm glad that you brought it up. So that's what um, Dr. Libby's talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, best her program, Best Life, has started a, a 30-day challenge for December. Mm-hmm. And it's just open. And so it's, you know, drinking water every single day. Starting mm-hmm. your day off drinking water. Simple. Mm-hmm. Should be super simple. Mm-hmm. And that really goes in with what we're talking about, habits of creating habits. So it's very interesting of this morning I kind of posted in our group and it's open to anyone and I just said week two how's it going for everybody Mm -hmm. what's working what's not working and it was interesting there's there's two things I want to talk about of the group and social media which I really enjoy about social media we can say all the bad things but Mm -hmm. one thing I really like um, about this group is we can say what worked. Mm -hmm. And so there's tons of things like this works for me. I'm putting a cup in front of my coffee pot. So I remember to drink my water before I do anything else. Mm -hmm. You know, all these great tips that I'd be like, I never thought of that. Mm -hmm. What a great idea. Yeah. So number one, you're getting all these fabulous ideas of things that we had never, you know, thought about doing. Two, when I can't do something I feel like it's only me mm-hmm. when other people are like I did all of it it was great it was so simple mm-hmm. and I'm like wow I couldn't even make it past three days I think it's really nice because in the group two people said I really struggled with you know this and so then other people agreed and so I think it's nice for other people to see you're not the only one right and to move and to push forward we tend to think there's something wrong with us yes. and it's like oh What's wrong with me? I can't yeah. follow through with this. But I think when people are honest and open yeah. and like, yeah, no, I'm struggling with this too, yeah. or that didn't work, but this is working. It's that that has been the biggest um, surprise for me in in my in the practice mm-hmm. is that I just learn so much from yeah. all of the different yeah. clients too, and yeah. I just love sharing. I love sharing everything I know with them, but I love learning from them too. And 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 that group has really yeah. Um, fostered that and it is and that everyone learns differently and it's funny you said that this nutrition class that I'm doing it's um it's it's fascinating I'm just started into the third month of it and we really don't talk nutrition Mm -hmm. at all okay it is 100% client-based simple um and kind of that's what we're talking about now the it's all about habits and everything else. And now we're talking about learning styles mm-hmm. and how every client that you work with does it differently yeah. and how you have to really focus on what works for that client mm-hmm. to help them be successful. Yes. And so, you know, it's like, you know, you can tell me, Alex, you need to, you know, get rid of this. You need to quit doing that. You need to quit doing this. But until I can learn how to change those habits successfully. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. I can have all the knowledge, but if I can't put it into practice, what's the point? You know, that brings up another interesting point, too, is I've always looked for people to kind of tell me what Mm -hmm. to do. Like, okay, give me my diet. Tell me what to do. I'm going to do it. And I'm learning that my own intuition, like, like no one knows your body. Right. 
better than you know your body. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as a doctor, I'm used to kind of saying like, do this, do that and do this. And, you know, and and I mean, I don't wouldn't put myself in this category, but kind of old school doctors, I think were kind of like, do as I say, don't ask any questions like this is the way it is. Right. And I think now doctors of this age are much more generally open to the relationship Mm -hmm. and communication. And but everybody's body is different. And so using I, I like to now you know, partner with the the patient and try to figure out what works best for them. But you're you a lot of stuff you just know intuitively, right. and and you need to take that own inner wisdom, you yes. know, and create what works for you. And try things and tweak it. You know, I yeah. mean, try something for a couple of weeks, and if it's not working exactly, it doesn't mean you have to throw the whole thing out. But just tweak a couple little things and see if that doesn't work. And right. um, and listening to your just own body, I think, has really been something I've been learning. Yeah. Well, and I think that's really important as we, you know, someone that I was talking to the other day and they were kind of like, you, you can tell me what to eat. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you know, talking about different diets that they've done in the past. And I said, no, you know, that's not really how I like to coach. Mm -hmm. It's more about what do you really want long-term, what has worked in the past and what doesn't. And let's take the skills Mm -hmm. that you have that you're really, really good at. And then we'll implement it that way mm-hmm. instead of, yeah, like, you know, I used to think the same thing. I want just tell me what to do, mm-hmm. you know, just tell me what to do and then right. I'll do it. But then I don't know how to do it on my own. Yeah. And so those are things that I think at that, you know, I think that's our end goal is we really want people to be able to do it on their own and be successful. Yes. Because we're not going to be here for the rest of their life. Yes. And you know what? I was talking earlier about the biggest surprise in my practice has been learning so much from the clients like Mm -hmm. I just love what I learned and that has been such a gift that I didn't recognize didn't realize I was going to get yeah the hardest part for me has been letting go of them when they don't need me anymore yeah (laughs) because it's like you know you get to know them they become friends it's like relationship and when the program is over and they're ready to fly on their own it's like wait, I don't want to lose you. Like, I know. Like that part like, is really, I mean, it really is hard for me. Yeah, like how can we, well, it, it's funny. I was talking to them clients earlier and mm-hmm. she's like, you know, I'm done at the end of the month. Can you believe this? And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, no I don't want to say goodbye. Like no. I, that part really, yeah. and then it's not like you have to say goodbye and never see them ever again and talk to them ever but, again. But, you know, you you get a pretty yeah. close bond mm-hmm. with people as you're working through this. And it literally, yeah. it like, it is not, it, I'm kind of struggling with it right now. Like, yeah. it just, I don't want to say goodbye. Like, it's like, you know, I'm used to kind of. Yeah. What pretty... can we do to keep people around? <laughs> I know. But my whole goal <laughs> yeah, is. Exactly. You know, and, and I remember when I hired my business coach to help me get my business started. She was like, she would tell me sometimes when I'd ask her a question, she'd say, take a stab at the answer. And then you know, I will mm-hmm. walk you through that. But I want you to guess first what the answer is. Yeah. And she's like, because I'm training you to no longer need me. Yeah. And I'm like, but I don't want to let you go because yeah. I, you know, I've just become close with her. And, um, but it's true. I mean, that's, that's the real ultimate success is to get people doing so great that they don't need your exactly. services anymore. And exactly. that's super yeah. exciting. And it's cool. It's, it's truly what I want, but mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just kind of like I was talking to our neighbor yesterday. We were pulling the trash to the curb and her youngest just moved out. The kids are all grown up. And she's like, it's just, you know, a hard time. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I said, ask me when I'm in your situation because it'll be I'll, it'll be different. But 
Yeah, I said ultimately you probably don't want your kids yeah. forever yeah. living in your house mm-hmm. and you know needing you at the level they did when they were kids, right? I mean, you raise them to be adults and yeah. self-sufficient. And go, but nonetheless, it's still really hard when they go, right? Yeah. It's the same thing with the clients. It's like, okay, like, good. You don't need me anymore. Great. That was the whole point. But I don't I really know. want you to leave. You know? I know. I know. And <clears throat> yeah, it is because it's it's like, you know, as you're, you want to give them the tools and the skills and everything else for them to be able to do this for the rest of their life and, and have a healthy life. And, mm-hmm. You know, so it is, it's just really, and, and it makes me sad when, you know, we have clients that kind of come with that almost like I'm ready to fail mentality because I've tried this, I've tried this, I've tried this, and it, it'll work for a while. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like that, oh, you know, I really want you to feel good about what you're doing, yeah. you know? And it kind of made me think about, like, if I had a client say, you know, I want to learn how to exercise, you know, as we're kind of looking at our SMART goals. Well, okay, let's get a little bit more suspicious you know, specific about Mm -hmm. this. And, you know, I would be more like, well, tell me what you like to do and tell me what you don't like to do. Mm -hmm. Because if you tell me I love to run, but I hate burpees, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say, okay, let's do burpees five days a week and maybe we'll run once. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not going to give you something that I know you're going to fail at because you're not you can engaged. buckle down and do it for a while, but exactly. you're not going to want to do it forever. You're not engaged. There's no value tied to it. There's there's nothing about it. So, and I think that's the thing too is that we're as we're working with the clients that I kind of find on my end when I work with them of really getting to that root what the value is. Mm-hmm. You know, what brought you to the program? Mm-hmm. Why are you here? Mm-hmm. And you know, and trying to tie things into that. Yeah. That keeps you going mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Do you want to give some more examples of some smart goals? I, um, like, like you know, an example of how that would would work. Um, I get well. The one thing that kind of talk about, um, and I guess you know, kind of the smart goals we're talking about. You know, for me, I know way back when, um, when I realized I wasn't walking like a ton every day. It was mm-hmm. like I want to, you know, do ten thousand steps a day. Mm-hmm. Well, is this specific? Um, well, you know, in if someone said that to me, I want to walk 10,000 steps, I want to exercise, it'd be like, how many days a week? Mm-hmm. You know, what does that look like for mm-hmm. you? Um, do you want to do it three days? Do you want to do it five days? Do you want to do it all once? Do you want to break it down? You know, kind of getting really specific. Do you want that to be the average of 10,000 steps mm-hmm. per day? Or does it have to be 10,000 steps every single once, day? Or Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah really mm-hmm. breaking it down to exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, is it measurable? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's easy. Yeah. You've got your smart watch or whatever you have, your Fitbit. You Either yes, see. you did it or yeah. no, you didn't. Yep. 10,000. Mm-hmm. Um, is it is it attainable? And I think this is a really important question for a lot of people. We have these big goals. Mm -hmm. We want to do these things. And as we're looking at this, well, let's look at your, what does your daily life look like? Mm -hmm. You, for example, I'm super busy. My kids, everything's changing 500 times. Mm -hmm. Maybe doing 10,000 steps all at once is maybe not, Mm -hmm. but I might be able to break it down in three different Mm -hmm you know, times throughout the day that I could do things. Or maybe maybe I just need to do three days a week mm-hmm. and I can do that. So really looking at someone's lifestyle. Now me on the other end, 
Mm-hmm. I've got all the time in the world to go mm-hmm. out and get 10,000 steps in. So it's really, you know, talking to a client of just really breaking that down. Is this really going to work for you? Yeah. Is this really attainable? Then move on from that. Um, is it relevant? Yeah, they want to move. Mm-hmm. You know, I really want to do this. I want to move. This is relevant to what I'm doing, you know, as we're breaking this down. Um, how long do you want to do this? Is mm-hmm. this something you want to do? For the rest of your life, is this a lifespan, or is it for a certain, you know, time that I just want to do something? And so, I, as you're kind of looking at each of these things, it's really breaking it down and just seeing is it manageable? How does this work in my life? Everything else, yeah. So, and then maybe checking in every so often and like, okay, how's this working? What what is working? Exactly. What's not working? Can I change it or tweak it? And, yeah. Um, well, and and that kind of goes into you know as we're looking at outcome based goals, something like this of kind of like you said checking in and being like, you know, how are your results equaling mm-hmm. what your goals are? Mm-hmm. And if your results are not, then we need to kind of go back. And look at that and tweak it a little bit more. And maybe it's not 10,000 steps a day. Maybe it's 5,000, you know, three days a week. So it totally is going back and and measuring at different times. Are your goals actually meeting, you know, what your outcomes Mm -hmm. that you wanted? So, and there's so much more that goes into, you know, as we're talking about habits and how that ties in with goals. Yes. Yes. Listen to this. I was, as I was preparing for this podcast today, I, I came across this. And when, like off the top of your head, when someone says, how long does it take for a habit to stick do you have a number that comes to your head I think because it's ingrained people say 14 days but for me it's more like a month yeah I I think like 21 days is Mm -hmm. what comes to my mind and um I was researching that a little bit and um where that came from was there was this doctor in the 1950s who was a plastic surgeon. I think his name was Dr. Maltz. He told his clients that it would take about a, about a minimum of 21 days to get hmm. used to a change that he had done on them. So say you have like a nose job. Like yeah. it's going to take 21 days of looking in the mirror to be like, oh, that's me. Like because yeah. it just doesn't look like yeah. you to begin with. And that um, experience kind of prompted this doctor to kind of look at that number in other things mm-hmm. too and he ended up writing this book and about 21 days to form a habit and it became super super huge back in the 1960s it was a blockbuster hit sold more than 300 million copies of this psycho cyber cybernetics book that he had then written and then what happened was that 21 days that he came up with it was like a big game of telephone you know it was like somebody read that and was like then they talked about it and then somebody heard this other person talk about it then they talked about it so it kind of became this like well-known thing oh 21 days to create a habit when really he had just said kind of a minimum of 21 days Mm -hmm. and then it just kind of spread like wildfire basically and you know there wasn't that much oomph behind that and what I have learned from, um, actually, I got this from James Clare. He wrote the book Atomic Habits, mm-hmm. Atomic Habits, which was a really great book. But he says, really, the average is about 66 days. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. For a habit yeah. to stick. Now, mm-hmm. it can be quicker than that, and it can be longer. I think that the um, the range is anywhere between 18 to 254 okay. days. So, I mean, wow. it can be just a couple of weeks. Or, um, it can be almost okay. a a year a year before a habit will um take place and you know to really really stick and i thought that was just super duper interesting but um yeah so it takes some time and um the the couple things i want to say about that was 
a few mistakes has no measurable impact at all. No. So if you, you know, have this goal, let's talk about drinking the water every single day, and you miss, like Ainsley missed this one day, big deal. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's not going to have a big, she doesn't have to start all over for 66 more days. Yeah. No, like it's just, just a little bump in the road. You just keep on going. Um, and then to treat failure like a scientist, like, huh. Exactly. Why'd that happen? Like, I wonder why I didn't drink my water yesterday. You know what? It makes kind of sense. It was the weekend and I'm not in my regular routine. Hmm. I wonder what I can do next weekend to set myself up for success that I do remember because it's kind of easy for me now when I get up and go to school to remember to do that. But on those other days, you know, instead of being like, you're gosh, you're worthless. You can't do anything right you know yeah. I mean, like that kind of self-talk instead be like oh this is interesting like hmm what can I do differently and yeah. what can I learn from on this or maybe yeah. let me reach out to the other people in the Facebook group and see what's working for them and try something different and exactly. experiment with that a little bit and um, you know give yourself permission to make mistakes give yourself compassion when you do make mistakes get out of that all or none mentality which right hand up I have had yeah. that you know I've had to struggle with learning that it's like well can't complete yeah. this goal so yeah, throw in the towel, right? And the other thing is, um, I came up with this is like, good news, you have your rest, the rest of your life exactly to get there. You know, it's I not know. like there's this finish line in, you know, at the end of 2021 that is like, ah, you know, we've reached yeah. it. No, we just still constantly keep adjusting mm-hmm. and fine tuning and tweaking and learning how to get to our, the best version of ourselves. You know, it's not like there's yeah. a yeah you know, final exam in um, December of 2021 about whether we made it or not. It's just, yeah, it's just this constant, a constant. Mm -hmm. Well, and the one thing I had read once, and I think it's such a great idea. And I've tried to encourage people to do it. And, you know, some people like to journal, some people don't. Mm -hmm. They, um, one of the classes I had talked about keeping an owner's manual of your body Mm. and and I thought that was such a great thing and they're like you know put in there what works for they're like you know you have your car you you know put in there you know I did this I did that Um, I put this oil in my car didn't like this oil it kind of reacted this way Um, I tried this my car didn't like that or it ran really really well Mm And I love that idea of doing that for our body, too, of just being like, you know what, this worked really, really well for Mm -hmm. my body. And kind of the same thing with habits, you know, kind of like what you're talking about. You know what, this doesn't work well for me. You telling me to do A, B, and C, D does not work well for me. Mm -hmm. But this did. So I need to remember to do that the next time because Mm -hmm. this was success for me mm-hmm. and so and and I think exactly what you're saying is not looking as a failure but you're just like ah that doesn't work for me mm-hmm. I need to keep on trying new things to find out what does right and because it works for somebody else and doesn't work for you yes. doesn't mean you're failing and they're succeeding it's yeah. just guess what we're all unique individual human beings and we the same things don't work for us and one way to get there isn't necessarily better than another way to get there it's just finding that unique blueprint for yourself, you know? Well, you know, and I, I really think we have to remind ourselves of that because we are all so uniquely different in mm-hmm. everything that we do. Mm-hmm. Just because something, you know, just because like if I, you know, told a client to, you know, put in your phone reminders every single day to drink water as soon as you do this, but they never have their phone on them 
and they don't get the reminders until, oh, yeah, I forgot to look at my phone. Oh, look, there's 15 reminders mm-hmm. to drink water. Obviously, that's not going to be successful, so we need to figure something else out. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just constantly looking at that stuff. And like you're, you said, you know, have the compassion and just let it go. Right. You know, find other things and look at the big picture. Yeah. You know. Four glasses a week is better than no glasses a week. Exactly. Exactly. And the other thing, you know, that I'm huge into is that, and, and this is, you know, I, I got this book out again to relook at it as I was kind of preparing this Atomic Habits, mm-hmm. Atomic Habits by James Clare. And he says on the top of his book, tiny changes, remarkable results. You know, I think so yeah. t- much we think like, oh, this is like drinking water every day. Like, really? Yeah. Is this going to make a big difference? Well, you know what? Consistently repeated over time. Yeah. It absolutely can. And then the other thing is, if you can make that a really habit that you're just easily like, it's hard for our brain to learn new things. But when it becomes automatic, like think about driving my car here yeah. today, like I didn't think like it was just you just did it. I just did it like backing out. But not the very first time. Yeah, no. And so when all of a sudden, eventually this drinking water every morning is going to become like zero brain power. It's going to just happen automatically. It's going to be no big deal. It takes time. It takes time. And then we can add something else on top of that, you know, and then we can add something else on top of that as far as new little habits and those things all together compound and make just a huge, huge difference. And um so, so I thought that 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 was a great, great book. If you haven't um, read that, there's I, I think I've read three books that kind of say sort of the same thing in just a different mm-hmm. way. This Atomic Habits by James Clare, yeah, um, and then um, the Slight Edge is a book that yeah. I really love a lot, and then um, the Compound Effect by I think it's Darren Hardy is who wrote that. I just listened to that. If you have Audible, I think it's free on Audible okay. right now. It's a really, hmm. really okay. good one. Just about how these little changes over time just really compound yeah. upon each other. And I listened to it and Andy listened to it and we were both like, yeah, that's nothing we haven't heard before because these other books said sort of the same it thing. a different way. Hearing it a little bit different mm-hmm. way and just being reminded. It's just like, yeah, yeah like it's yeah. not, um, you don't have to, Yeah, it, it sometimes just feels like, who cares? This isn't making any difference at all. Yeah. But you just sometimes don't get to the point where you yeah see the results you know yeah. well and that's what i'm reading um i'm just about done with it. it's called power of less by and i'm probably gonna butcher his last name leo babata okay. and it's all about um doing one habit breaking it down so it's so small it's ridiculous mm-hmm. and so he was talking about and i love the audible too mm-hmm. and so he was talking about um prioritizing the things that are really important, the very first thing on your list mm-hmm. of the day. And I hadn't really done things that way, mm-hmm. but I have kind of started to do that where, you know, I have my list of my tasks that I want to get done every single day, but he's like, put the one on it that you really need to change a new habit. It's the very first thing that you do. And so you get that done. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, I kind of like that. So he had some different things in there that I hadn't really thought of before, but it's a, it's a really good book two on yeah and that's habits I like that because I mean even just drinking the water or whatever it would be Mm -hmm. it's like you set yourself up for a win it's like oh yeah check first thing in the morning I've done this one thing for myself kind of set you in that mindset of positivity and like 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, this. and actually something that he said reminding reminded me a lot of you. He said choose the essential. Choose the essential tasks that you have to do every single day and quit wasting your time on other stuff. Mm-hmm. And he talked about emails, for example. Mm-hmm. He said he only checks email and it made me think of you kind mm-hmm. of on how he's limited self. Um he said, you know, for example, I'm only going to allow myself to check my email twice a day and only answer five per day, the okay. most important ones. Ah. And that's all the brain power that I'm going to give those emails that I'm done. Okay. And it made me think of you yeah. right away because you have kind, you've kind of done that where you've limited mm-hmm. the time that you're on. So he says you're focused, you're doing it right, mm-hmm. you've given it the brain power. And it's set aside. Yes. What I find is, you know, I sit at my computer a lot during the day. And if I have those windows open and I, mm-hmm. I can just keep seeing the new emails come in, it it's distracts me from like I'm trying yeah. to do something. And I'm like, oh, email, you know. And and so it's just better if I yeah. open, like if I, you know, I get a lot of emails. Yeah. So it's important for me to have time structured in my day to mm-hmm. respond to those because yeah. I really do want to respond to them. And I can't imagine just responding to five because... <laughs> take me a long time to really get to people but um just having a set period of time on my schedule usually it's twice per day where it's like yes I'm going to respond to these emails and I'm not thinking about other things you know but then when I'm writing my blog post I'm writing my blog post and I'm not distracted by the emails and when I'm with a client I'm with the client you know and well and he actually talked about that um of the he goes multitasking we used to pride ourselves on one he goes it's bad it's bad." bad he goes he and he gave the example he said um and I've thought of this, and I, I think a lot of it when we're working with our clients, when they have this big list, but he goes, for example, there's two journalists, and they work for a newspaper, and journalist number one is all about putting out how many articles can I write in a week. Mm-hmm. And so he's all about, you know, I'm putting out 10 articles. Guy number two says, you know what, I'm really going to focus on this one article, and I want to do it really, really well. And he spends the entire week mm-hmm. writing the one article. Well, guess what? The one article actually wins awards. It becomes a book. It becomes all this stuff because he spent so much time doing it right mm-hmm. and focused 100%. Where the other guy, yeah, he put out lots of stuff, but it wasn't really quality. Yes. And so he talks about that, too, of choose the essential and do it really, really well uh-huh. when you do do it. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I used to be like the ultimate ADD multitasker. And right. so I'm really trying to rein that in now and focus on the one or two really important things I want to do. There's two things that I used to brag about that I'm just coming to my mind right now that I now feel completely different about. Mm-hmm. And one is that, like I used to be like, you know, they say women are good at multitasking and men aren't, you know, so I yeah. would kind of be like, gosh, Andy can only do one thing at a time. Like, yeah, gosh, <laughs> yeah, he's terrible. You know, and, yeah. and look at me, I can, look you know, I me. can cook dinner, I can handle the kids, I can be checking my Facebook and my email and, you know, whatever, all at the same time. And now I don't consider that something to brag yeah. about. Like I would much rather be focused on one task. Yeah. And the other thing is the sleep. You know, I used to brag about like, Oh, Check I only need out. four hours right. a night. Yeah. I, you know, I was in residency and I did 36 hours in a row without any sleep. Ha! Huh. But you can't do that, you know. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, sleep is so important. Like yeah. I was killing off brain cells. And I mean, I didn't have much of a choice back then. But even, even beyond residency, it was like, yeah, I got up at... 3 a.m. and did this and then, you know, didn't go to bed till this time. And I no longer brag about that. It still sometimes happens. I still sometimes get up really early because there's things I want to do or whatever. But it's not 
anymore like a badge of honor like I used to think it yeah, was. Yeah, it's funny. As we get older, <clears throat> we get so much wiser. I know. Yeah. You know, I don't know if I've shared this with you or with any of our listeners. I remember running on my treadmill in my basement and I was 39 and my 40th birthday was a few months into the future, okay. but it was wearing on my mind. You know, oh, yeah. it was like none of my other it's birthdays coming. had bothered me turning 30. I mean, I was pretty much just finishing up my yeah. residency. Starting my, I was excited to be 30, but 40, it was like, oh gosh. And I cannot remember exactly what it was, but I was listening to a podcast and I think it was about an ultra runner and it was an older woman who was mm-hmm. completing these ultra marathons and she was being interviewed about, you know, her tips for success and things. And she um, was like embracing the aging. She's like, I love the age I am and I love all that I've had the experience of to be able to learn to get me to this spot. Yeah. And it was a total switch switch mm-hmm. switch to my brain hearing her I was like oh yes like what I want to go back to 20 and feel like what I felt like at 20 well yeah, yeah. I mean I think like physically <laughs> Me, <I'm> like oh <laughs> physically yeah. like you know having a body that just you know yeah eats you could eat whatever you want and not gain an ounce at least that's how I was at 20 and um you know just your body responds yeah. like it's just so perfect at that yeah. age it seems like but would I trade that for the wisdom and the knowledge and the life experience that I've yeah. gained over the years? No way. You, you know, know, and that's hard turning 49 this year. That's kind of a hard one, you know, of, but then kind of the same thing being around people and looking ahead of if you take care of yourself and you do things right, you can really still yeah. continue to just be awesome well late into your 70s and into your 80s. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of what I'm trying to be a little bit more gentler on my body yeah. and more intentional with other things so I can continue to do these other things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's all about your mindset and your focus. I know, you know? I know. Well, I want to give you it kind of – and it's interesting. I think this is really hard, and I really want to mention this before, you know, I kind of forget about it. But talking yeah. about – as as we have our goals, why small works, why small goals are really important. Number one, mm-hmm. you can narrow the focus. Mm-hmm. You can pick one thing and you can do it really, mm-hmm. really well. Two, it kind of keeps the energy and enthusiasm going because you're only doing one thing. So it's just really easy to be you know, fully immersed and engaged in that one thing you're doing. It's easier to handle. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking about five other things that I need to, oh, I need to do this. I need to do that. It's really simple to do that one. And when you do it really small, it's almost hard to screw up. So you're going to be successful. Yeah. And when you're successful, it's really important to celebrate those successes. Mm -hmm. And it's not even necessarily like, oh, wow, I lost five pounds. But the success of look at the fact that I changed these behaviors. Mm -hmm. I did that. Mm -hmm. I changed these behaviors. And celebrate the fact that you're doing those types of things. I mean, the end goal is great. I mean, that's great. I lost five pounds, 10 pounds, arena marathon, all these other things. But I think it's really important to really celebrate and feel proud of ourselves when we do those behavioral changes, because those really are the hardest. and understand that gradual change is longer lasting. So when we do these small, exactly what you said, mm-hmm. these small things are gradual, but they last. Mm-hmm. Instead of these big, massive, like you said, I'm going to do all these things right now. Well, they don't last. Mm-hmm. It's too hard to yeah. keep that going forever. So those are just some of the really things um, that I th- I just 
really think are important as we're kind of looking at goals and, and habits and we're getting ready for the next new year. And yes, I know that I was the queen of, I'm going to do all these 8 million things. Well, you know what, for me right now, it's, I want to get up and spend the 15 minutes and do my homework mm-hmm. and be engaged in all homework. It seems silly. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to be waiting until eight o'clock when I'm exhausted and mentally I'm not engaged because this class, I love it and I love the information and I want to be a really, really good coach. So I need to make this a priority and do it well. Mm-hmm. So I'm. And, and like yeah. kind of celebrating the person that you're becoming through the process. Yeah. You know, it's not like I, I think we tend to think like, oh, once I get here. I'll be great. Everything will be great. And yeah. It's never that way. It's never that way. No, yeah. It's, it's kind of disappointing. It's like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I'm 10 pounds lighter, but. Am I happy? There's... Has it changed anything? Has right. it this or that? And I, so I th- that's where I think these, the the goals, the successes that you're getting inside yourself mm-hmm. are so much more important to grab a hold of and celebrate and be aware of. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all a process and you're yeah. doing great and just pick yeah. one thing if you want to join us on the best life challenge you can find that on our yeah. facebook page and you it's not too late to join because we're going to start a, the whole entire year so we're going to do a new yeah. little challenge every single month and they're all going to be easy i've had people before it started reach out to me and be like can i do this am i going to be able to do this and i'm like yes i yes. promise you it's mm-hmm. not going to be i promise no one's going to be running a 50 miler or <laughs> No. Or biking 100 miles or anything crazy like no. that or even even running, you know, I mean, it's going to be all something that yeah. everybody can do and mm-hmm. um, just little small changes exactly. add up over time. time. So mm-hmm. thanks as always for joining us today yes. and um, we'll see you all in a couple of weeks. Yes. Happy holidays, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.